This podcast is rated off the real list. Explicit fucking content. Deceived by my eyes And all I was told I should see Opinions not mine The person they taught me to be everybody to the basement bookers podcast i am jerry put in the jared jerk and here is rich put in the rich and rich man in all the riches and still your basement champion it's it's funny that you would brag about that because i i feel i was in a no one scenario because everything we had was the same. So I had the main event, which is like a 99% chance that Drew McIntyre was going to retain. Mm-hmm. Because Bobby Lashley has a 115-pound handicap on him. Right. So that 115-pound pound handicap is, of course, Lana. That's what the Wikipedia says for her weight. I don't know if that's what it is, so nobody get mad. Oh. Well, we know where a lot of it is. Uh, I mean, you, you could have changed from Edge to Orton, which would have won you the night. Or you could have changed from Jeff Hardy to Sheamus. Um, I personally, I thought that going in, odds were a little bit in your favor. I kind of thought Lashley was going was gonna to win. I felt safer with... I just didn't feel safe with Edge and Orton because I thought, you know, why would they give Orton the win? But then it's like, I'm glad they did. Mm-hmm. So. Especially since Edge is hurt, which is in the news. But Edge could be hurt and he could have still won the match. It's not like he's, like, hanging out on TV anyway between, like, pay-per-views unless he's building something, right? Right. But, like, if they had plans to build something, that's out the window right now because he's out six months guaranteed minimum. I am not a gambling man, but I bet it'll be less time. Well, the, sur- the sur- it's usually six to nine months for that for tricep surgery. I know, but they always, like, some guys do really good with recovery is all I'm saying. That's true. It'll be, like, one of those surprise things. Plus... We don't know what the severity of the injury actually is, mm-hmm. so it could True. be anything. It could it, like 
Mm-hmm. It came out this week that uh, Jinder's knee knee injury was worse than they thought, so his recovery is going to take longer than they anticipated. Yeah, they that should. wasn't in the, that wasn't in the news. So it's not going to be in the news just because like there, there's not any actual number on it. They haven't like said how much longer it's going to take, but um, he said that like they went in there and things were worse than they thought. Oh, well, hopefully. He gets to take steroids because that's good for recovery, and uh, he goes and flies out to Panama and gets uh, stem cells injected into Panama. it. Panama, Panama. Uh, all right. So, shall we get into the rest of the news since we've already sort of talked about some of it? Is this a big news uh, day? I, I think it's more. It's like the world's on fire, part three. Well. It was only a matter of time before it got to the world of professional wrestling, though. Right. So, obviously, part one was COVID. Part two was George Floyd reigniting the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that drama that is happening. Uh, Part three now is the – oh, what's the hashtag? Speaking out? I think it's technically part 2A because it – wrestling's not as big – to everyone else's life as it life as it is to ours. Mm-hmm. So, so this is sort of like a continuation of the Me Too movement from last year. Yeah, it's, it it's it's like uh, the the yeah. I guess another. I was going to say epilogue, but that would assume that it's over. But um, yes, whatever you say. Right. So now, it, j- just to clarify, obviously, this isn't stuff that is happening now. It's just people are coming out now about things that have happened in the past. And I tried to compile as much of it as I could from the one news site that I read, but also, you know, they link to Twitter and everything. So here goes. Numerous women are speaking out this week with claims of sexual assault at the hands of a number of wrestlers. Matt Riddle is accused of choking a woman for refusing intercourse, allegedly saying, what if I just made you in May of 2018? Jack Gallagher is accused of an attempted assault by a woman he got drunk at a party, having allegedly barged into the bathroom while she was in there and pulling on her skirt so hard it ripped, but she managed to push away from him and get out of the room and leave the party. New Year's Eve, March 2014. Michael Elgin, currently, I think, in Impact, used to be in Ring of Honor, allegedly sent a woman sent a woman an unwanted dick pic under a fake name in 2016. Joey Ryan is accused of groping the thigh and chest of a woman while she was driving him from the airport. No time frame listed there. Dave Christ of Impact is accused of sending unwanted and inappropriate pics. Dave Lagana, VP of NWA, former, get to that, is accused of groping a sleeping roommate in 2010, then kicking her out later in the week. Jimmy Havoc is accused of emotional abuse with multiple acts of self-mutilation in front of his girlfriend of nearly three years. Other accused offenders are Progress stars uh, David Starr, Mark Paz Perry, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Scotty Davis. Progress has stated that Starr and Perry will no longer work for them and the rest are suspended indefinitely with Devlin and Davis vacating their tag titles. Per NWA's official Twitter account, Dave Lagana has since resigned, effective immediately. AEW announced that Jimmy Havoc is uh, going for, quote, treatment and counseling in an effort to overcome the mental health and substance abuse challenges in his life. 
We are aware of various reports related to Jimmy. We are evaluating his status with our company and will address it when he has successfully completed his rehabilitation. Matt Riddle's attorney responded with claims that his accuser has been, quote, stalking the Riddle family for the past two years and sought an injunction for cyberstalking in Orange County, Florida in 2019. WB has responded to each of their talents accusers with, quote, we take any allegation of this nature very seriously and are looking into the matter. And then they announced yesterday that they released Jack Gallagher. That's a whole lot, and I know there are others. There are other stories that, you know, people like uh, some stars, some other talent have, like, commented saying, oh, I have a similar story, this, that, the other. I, I just did not – I was not able to uh, track down all of them. There are a lot. They're out there. These women are, are telling their stories and keep speaking out, but holy shit is the world blowing up. Well, that's just who's saying stuff. Um, right. There there was a young man or something. I think he's a wrestler too, but I saw someone shared on the wrestling group we're in that uh, Velveteen Dream – is not really out of the woods because, like, he's saying that, like, the same kind of stuff happened with him, mm -hmm. uh, this individual, and that, you know, he wished he'd come out sooner, but, you know, he saw what happened to those other kids or whatever, but I don't know anything. I saw that. I didn't mention it because the tweets that were posted and, and the, the chat clips that were posted, A, could have been easily doctored, but B... I don't think they were because nothing seemed overtly inappropriate. There might, the suggestion might have been there, and if this person feels that that was what was attempted, then that is, that's their right to feel that way, and that sucks for them. I just didn't want to you know, present that without having more information. Do what I want. There you go. I'm not the newsman. But right. I will say some things. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right, let me get my prepared statement. Okay. So I don't have a prepared statement. What I want oh, to say not from, the, not from the desk of Jerry? No, from the right off the top of my head. I was thinking about it at the shower actually. Uh so the human animal is that an mm -hmm. animal. And as such most – all animals have predators. There are people that are predatory or will use their power to get stuff. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, if you do this, that for me, to me or let me, that – this I think it's creepy I don't like it I have a daughter and I'm sorry that it happened to all these young ladies and or men but at the same time that everybody's it's become acceptable and it's become more taboo to be a piece of crap than it is to report people for being a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. So 
to that end, that means that this means that it's not going to stop. I'm telling you, it's not going to stop. But the chances are less likely that predators will do their thing and be predators Mm -hmm. and maybe learn a new way. In the case of Jimmy Havoc, he was emotionally abusing uh, his girlfriend with self-mutilation. Right. So... And, and, you know, uh, threats of suicide and the whole nine. And she says literally it was something new like that every week. All right. With him, he needs help. And AEW is going to get him the help that he needs. Mm-hmm. But we have to make sure that as a people, we make sure to get everything straight before destroying people. Now, a su- assumption of guilt is bad. Mm-hmm. I Because humans are animals, we are... The only animal that can lie, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is people that are willing to lie about these terrible things to ruin someone because they didn't get what they want from them, ruin it for victims that were legitimately victimized by predators. Mm-hmm. And I would like for that to stop. And that should also be punished. I'm not saying at the same level, but you, something's got to give. Yeah, you should. You, you shouldn't be able to falsely accuse someone at you know of something as major as sexual abuse. I remember watch because I like to watch like period pieces. Like where they're in the past and stuff where like reputation's like this huge deal. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's the deal now. It's still a thing, but like more so because your reputation is out there for people to that you'd never even known to mm-hmm. tarnish. So I just want there to be you know, you can't go back you can't change the clock back and take make it so that these women Slash men, slash boys, slash girls had to go through that. But what we could do is prevent future generations from having to go through that and making things better for later. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line because Jer said so. Right. So like – and. Basically, any any of the any of the uh, people speaking out right now that are being truthful should be commended and thanked, and you know feel terrible for them. But in a way, they're doing their part to make the world a better place by exposing people that have done horrendous acts to them. That way. When the these when these uh, people that allegedly did, committed these acts, people will be more wary around them. People will be more on guard. They'll know that you know they have to be careful. That you know this person might try some shit. 
and it sucks. Um, you know, just it's it's a it's a shitty world. People are shitty, and people need to be called out on the shittiness so that they know they can't get away with it. Yeah, nobody's perfect. I think, like I said, that uh, we're animals, and the human animal. There's predators, you know. So, what? I, I don't know how else to say what I already said, but also I want to say that it's easy to approach it with, "Why didn't you say something sooner?" Because you could have stopped this from happening to another person. Most likely, it's I. That could ruin how I feed myself, right? Or get you know ruin my reputation. Mm-hmm. But now it's if it's numbers, there's strength in numbers. So, and uh, with you know people being more, I think if we could take anything from away from recent events, is that. On, on certain subjects, we can all agree something is bad and mm. it shouldn't happen. Right. I, don't, I say that with some because I think we still have a way to go because it's not going to start until the majority of us stop insulting other people's intelligence because they don't agree with us. Mm-hmm. And learn that people come from different walks of life. And it's not – no group is a monolith. There's different kinds of people in every group. That's men and women because there are women that use their power and they prey on men. Mm-hmm. But it's not – a man, most cases, doesn't have to worry about a woman killing him. Mm-hmm. Because the, there's a difference, but we, you know, I think, and this is gonna sound like you know chauvinistic, but it comes from a person that has, you know, is a dad, and it's we're supposed to protect women. The man is supposed to protect the woman, mm-hmm. and not take advantage of them. If you can't, if you can't get that relationship or whatever going with them then it wasn't for you and you don't need to manipulate them and you don't need to try to show yourself off and in your power mm-hmm. and that stops maybe and that's i'm off my soapbox now all right um can we talk I- about stupid stuff now uh, is this stupid? This isn't stupid. I got this is a bit more news. Um, when Monday, I say th- stupid stuff, is stuff that's not as important as what we oh. just discussed. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely stupid. So on Monday, WWE announced that one of their developmental talent uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, WWE was uh, scheduled to record additional episodes of Raw and SmackDown that night and the following day, but those tapings got postponed until uh, test results come back for everyone that's going to be involved. Uh, because of that, Kevin Owens decided to skip this week's Raw taping, which is going to air this Monday. So, spoiler alert, no Kevin Owens this Monday on Raw. Oh, no. Uh, WB.com 
we spoke about that. That's Edge's torn tricep at Backlash. Um, but uh, so apparently they they did the match twice, once straight through, and then once with the uh, quote unquote additional cinematic angles, like you know the, the underneath for that first spot of the match. The overhead, something, yeah. There was the overhead. There was one underneath shot. I think. Oh, there was the uh, the stupid underneath shot of the collar and elbow tie up. I like a good collar and elbow tie up. Not gonna lie. Right, right, but right, but you got a cameraman directly under the fucking literal collars and elbows. Bullshit. That ain't happening live. That's obviously taped, uh, separate from the rest of it. You can't get a camera under there and expect people to not fucking trip over you. I can't, I can't be upset with that. Sometimes I talk and I can hear myself. Louise, I'm going to have work to do. So I can't be mad at that because I asked for that kind of stuff a long time ago. Before this whole COVID thing, I was, talk, I was talking about more cinematic matches that wrestling could be anything. So why not try new stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, can we talk about the match now? Yeah, we can. I, there's uh, one other piece of news. Well, we could go to that right after this because then – Yeah. Let me highlight it so I don't forget. Okay. The, there were audio. Like the sound, I swear that crowd was from WWE 2K19 video game. <laughs> I know there's a 2K20, but we don't talk about 2K20. Right. Um, you know what? It hundreds that could have been because I had assumed that they just used the uh, the fan noise that they usually that they used to pipe in to mm-hmm. make it seem like crowd was more rowdy, and maybe maybe it is. It's just that when you don't have an actual crowd that it's amplifying, it it sounds that bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't I I am being high. I'm, I'm usually hyperbole, but I, I it 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 did sound like it might be from a video game. Mm-hmm. I was joking about it because I couldn't get past it because it's like watching an episode of The Big Bang Theory because I was never a fan and I don't think any of it's funny and it's like it, – it's a laugh track. It's just because you play a laugh track when somebody says something doesn't mean it's funny. It's mm. dead telling you that's supposed to be funny. It's a trick. You're using dead people, dead laughter probably. <laughs> I found the show funny. Well, that's, that's – Nevertheless – Nevertheless, that's not what this is about. But if you could get that out of the way and the fact that they used uh, a legendary uh, Hall of Famer's voice in it. Yes, that was great. uh, I thought the presentation was cool. I didn't like that they started with the Greatest Show-like song to intro it. And if you can't get Buffer... The fig is like way better anyway. <laughs> if you wanted to give it that like uh, big fight feel, mm-hmm. um, greatest wrestling match ever. I don't know, but I will say greatest Randy Orton versus Edge match ever, and one of the best wrestling matches in a while. And it exceeded my expectations. I was ready to uh, not like it, but I. Decide to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm fine with it. And the right man won, considering what they're doing on Raw now. Right. Um, A, they definitely, like, we knew this going in, but 100%, now it's proven they overhyped the greatest match aspect of it. 100%. 
it wasn't even the best match that week because we had, and now we can talk more about it, we had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship two nights prior. And I can, I, I suspect it then, and now we have confirmation AJ and Bryan was better than Edge Norton. However, I will say, I'll give them this, Edge Norton gave me a better match than I expected. What really got extra points for me was the fact that he finished him with a punt. First, it, it was it was a low blow that might have actually been inadvertent, but what but went unseen by the ref and was taken advantage of with the punt. And I'm, I did not expect to see the punt. I'm glad it's back. Um, I think it's great. I like that they pulled out. Eddie Guerrero, they pulled out He Who that Shall Not Be Named. Mm-hmm. They pulled out Triple H. They mm-hmm. got The Rock. Uh, was a figure four attempted? Mm. I'm, I don't think so. But I, I, you always assume that they're going to throw in a figure four. But I think, I think one of them tried an angle slam too. Maybe. I think or was that NXT? Def- there were definitely chops for sure. It's always chops. But, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I guess, you know, call me a mark. No, it was a, it was a very good match. I just, you know, just no one should be calling it the greatest wrestling match ever. Well, how, they, sh- they, they certainly shouldn't have done it beforehand. Yeah, but I can see what they're doing. It's just, you know, hype. You got to hype up stuff. And, yeah, Daniel Bryan and AJ put it on, you know, mm-hmm. but you, you can't not try. But it, they sh- probably should have like did that after. <laughs> yeah, but but I see, I see why the IC title wasn't on Backlash. Well, yeah, um, there's there's no way any match is going to follow Brian and AJ. No way. Um, I'm not positive whether I liked this Edge vs. Orton or the Last Man Standing match better. I liked this one better. The Last Man Standing match was a gimmick match. And I think with those, it's like you're hitting with stuff and throwing things. This, you have to wrestle. You, you have to use, you know, the, you have to go by the rules. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, how long it was on air, but I, I read that, like, it was, it was 35 minutes before they made any edits. But that, that seems about right. Makes sense. Um. Yeah, the verdict is a very good match. Not the greatest wrestling match ever. Certainly not the, not even the greatest wrestling match this week. One of the best this year. Fine. One of the matches of the year. Not the best. I'm, I'm going to give it uh, a Jer minus. Mm. So that's that's like a A. Okay. All right. I, I, I'd say 8.5 out of 10. All right, cool. We both have our own little grading system, and that works for me. Yeah, I like the numbers are easier to gauge for me. Um, so before I forget, this last bit of news, also injury-related, uh, Chris Statlander recently confirmed on Twitter that she tore her ACL last week when she dove onto Kip Sabian on the outside and that she will be going for surgery for that. I like her, and I don't like that that happened. Same. Um, I explained to my wife the other day that um, there's a character in AEW who's an alien and she says hello by booping people on the nose 
And she's like, who does that? I'm like, aliens. That's how they say hello. Well, that's... <laughs> and she's like, she's like, why? I'm like, I don't know, because it's fun. It's why, it's why I keep booping her on the nose, which that's how that whole conversation came about. That's how this specific alien greets uh, people. Right, but I thought she said that's how her people do it. That's her people, but I'm pretty sure there's more than one alien race out there. There's only one in wrestling so far. That we know of. Maybe what? they're not as uh they're not as open at coming out, you know? Mm-mm. And they're like more cuz there's some wrestlers that they're so good that you think they might be otherworldly. Like AJ Styles could be an alien. Right. He's just that special. For mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. it's possible. I I don't know. I just think to me, like the way, I, I it's funny because I'll do, like if somebody's like really gifted and good at a thing, I I just think they're an alien that they can't be, <laughs> they can't be human. Mm. So so that that brings me like we're gonna talk about the pay per view, but um, I gotta ask, what do you think about Abaddon? I was I I was hoping that this would be right after, considering we talked about an a, AEW's alien, and I was thinking about mm-hmm. what if whatever Abaddon is <laughs> fights Statlander. What's that going to be like? It's like that's got to happen when she comes back. I had never seen this character before. That so they they it, came, uh, it was mentioned on one of the dirt sheets, or whatever that um, that she had uh, wrestled on AEW Dark previously. I hadn't seen that episode. I only saw the one episode of Dark. I, if she wrestled on Dark, then did she lose on Dark, or was she disqualified? Because when she came into the ring this week, her record was 0-1. She must have lost. I, I understand that, but, like, how? Like, uh-huh. it, it's weird. Like, I hope it's a disqualification, because it's weird to just have her straight-up lose on right. AEW Dark. Right. Now, I thought Anna Jay, the last time we saw her, I thought she won her match. I don't recall. I don't remember what they uh, had her record as. But was this before like, January? Because the no. I think it resets in January. It does, but it was more recent than January. It was I think it was no, it was during this uh, during the COVID thing because I only recently started following her because she's a hottie. Well, she might be a dark order hottie. Uh, I, yeah, that's certainly possible now. Yeah, because I don't think they're doing an abduction of a woman angle right now, so. It didn't seem like an abduction. It looked like she went with them willingly. They were helping her half unconscious form backstage. But yeah, she was, they tried she to help. Walking. She was walking. Barely. She just got her butt kicked. But it's weird that yeah. they'd approach her, not the obvious demon or whatever. Well, because they, they want to help those that are losing. I wonder because- what the contract is that Colt has. Like, what's it say? Well, they, they speculate that or maybe it came out on social media. It was a contract for a tag team match, Colt and Brody Lee against, I don't remember who, two guys. Cool. Um, or maybe Colt and one of the other members, I don't remember. Um, but Ab- Abaddon, like, it, it took it took me a while. Like, there was some, you know, like a little... The little scratching in the brain where it says, like, this looks familiar. So she reminds me of what would be a cross between Rosemary and Sue Young. I know you don't know the the Impact characters all that well, but... I am not an Impact player. 
Right. Sue Young was uh, her character was the undead bride, and she was like psychotic, and she'd go into convulsions and everything. And Rosemary is a demon, so actually the demon assassin. So she's a demon and she's an assassin, and she's uh, contr- uh, not controlled by, but she's part of a collective called the Hive. Ah, uh, huh. But um, anyway, both are both are great characters. This Abaddon, the sort of mesh of the two that um, she actually calls herself, and, and they call her um. A human horror movie or the walking horror movie or horror movie come to life or something like that. Um, very interesting. I'm curious where it's all going to go. I think I'm remembering something. Like, I don't know if um, if she's going to be like, like if she's going to go after the championship or what. But I'm thinking I could have sworn... They said she fought uh, Sheeta Abaddon, so maybe she did lose regular. Could be. Maybe it was a tag match? No, it was a singles match. Oh, okay. And hmm. I guess she's the champ, so it makes sense, and that's fine, I guess. So right. that's all right. Uh, I don't know where this could go, but it looks to be they're just testing it out right now, and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens next week. I can't. I don't watch AEW Dark, so I missed that match, so I have to. Wait and see. I only watched last week's episode because of Mox. They got me. Um, I gotta say, though, Ricky Starks, on the scene. Yeah, that was pretty good. We knew about him because we watched NWA. Yeah. Well, he's a free agent, I think. Not anymore. He signed. Oh, oh okay, cool. He signed with AEW. I don't know if it's an exclusive deal. They might let him uh, do stuff elsewhere. Um, but... Definite, definite loss for NWA. I want to see him. Uh, well, well, they're not doing anything right now, right? Right now, they're not. So, I, but like you know, when they come back, you know, he. I mean, he was like the face of the of the TV title picture. He's probably smart enough where he worked it out where he could help. He could go there if he wants and, uh, and play around there. Oh, so um, I mean, it, it's it's different. It's different type of product because uh, NWA is only on YouTube. Yeah, so he could he could go there, mm-hmm. and plus Cody's cool and the cons are cool. Yeah. They're not like Vince McMahon. Once you play over there, you're dead to me. Um, so I hope except, they see except maybe Chris Jericho. Well, I hope. Well, I don't think they're on speaking terms. I hope that we see. Uh, yeah, because now. They can't do Jericho like WWE guys can't do Jericho's podcast anymore. You know that, right? Yeah, Vince is having a tantrum. Exactly, but that's my point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to see. I don't know if they're going to do it, but like Ricky Starks and uh, a fellow Spanish god, uh, Sammy G, wrestle. That'd that would be, be really good. That'd be really good. But two two young two young lions. Yep. You asked me. I did. Interesting question. After you watched AEW this week, you said, "Can they get through a week without blood?" Yeah. Did I miss a week without blood? No. Huh. <laughs> it's like what? I don't. I I know it, it wasn't intentional. I guess, but I I don't remember who it was this week. I I could picture it was. It was I believe it was, it was um, Saban. 
uh, it was during a tag team match. It mm-hmm. was us, the uh, the Havoc gang or whatever. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Yeah, versus the tag champs. Mm-hmm. It was like I in the ears. It looked like. Yeah, so maybe got cut or a little ripped or whatever. Or maybe his brain's melting. Who's to say? Maybe. So we had. Oh, wait, is there anything more to talk about on AEW before we get to the pay per view? Uh. Oh, Orange Cassidy has a fantastic Superman punch. Yes, that was awesome. The, I, that I was, was like, really, wow, that's it's it's amazing form. That was like really good. Mm-hmm. And I got. I think it's better in presentation than Roman's because of the height that he could get because he's a smaller guy. Yep. So that's pretty cool. And, and I, I, I feel like there's more follow through with Cassidy's than with Roman. I think it's better because I think it's more impact because he actually had to take his hand out of his pocket. Yeah. So, so further distance travel. I hear you. So he's probably keeping those in his pockets for other people's protection. Yeah. He's a deadly weapon, that OC. Yeah. Is he wrestling at Fighter Fest? Is he going to wrestle Jericho? Is that a yes. thing? Okay, yep, that's cool. happening. Great. I'm sure Tyson will get involved somehow. Well, probably. Oh, he'll probably throw an R into Jericho's head. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So we had backlash. This that week. sounds like a disease. I know. Backslash. Uh, the opening match on the pre-show was Apollo Cruz defending against Andrade. Yes. See. Did, did you watch that match? No. Yeah, you don't watch pre-shows. Uh, Sheamus and Jeff. Uh, My name is Jeff. I kind of expected Jeff. That I saw. That was the first match on the show proper. Well, there you go. That's why I saw it. Asuka and Nia both got counted out. So reportedly they wanted to do that because they wanted Asuka to retain, but they didn't want Nia to get pinned or submitted. And they wanted her to get a fast count on Monday Night Raw? Sure. Story. They're continuing the storyline online by uh, they, they released a, a statement saying that they're going to look into Nia Jax and John Cohen's actions from that match. Both of them, respectively. Yes. Huh. So you are you saying because that because that, that was a fast count? Yeah. Now, why was it a fast count? Maybe maybe you, he said it was he at the moment. He said watching the video back, it looked like it looked. The account looked fine. Bullshit. Obviously, you're trying to perpetuate the storyline here, but okay, we'll go with it. Um, it could be explained that you know he knew that she had her pinned from before he even started getting over into position to make the pin, to, to count the pinfall. So that's why he did it quickly to sort of take that into account. That should be the storyline that he's trying to say. That felt like a special guest referee type counting. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's see. Braun beat Miz and Jomo. I can't believe it. I know. Uh, 
Interactions, interactions. Oh, the Street Prophets and Viking Raiders. Oh, the Vi- you mean the Viking Prophets. The Viking Prophets. Why not Street Raiders? Why not Street Vikings? Hmm. So, so but it was all a dream. It was all a dream, or something. It had to have been, because the turkey, the man with the force hasn't used the force in a match. You can't have a Jedi. It wrestling. only works on turkey legs. How do we know that? That's what they said. They said that. It only works on turkey legs. They said it on Monday. Well, he's never tried it on anything else. You don't know that. Well, I need to see. I hear you. And man, you know, you put Big Show next to the Viking Raiders, you take them out of their makeup, and it's just, you know, he's just a bigger version of them. Yeah. You mean taller? Yeah. But not, like, personality-wise. Would you say they have more personality than the Big Show? No. It's fair. It was especially, like, like the carpool karaoke thing was bad, but then I think it was uh, Matthew on Botchamania, he... uh, Went and put their Viking Raiders thing in with the SpongeBob SquarePants theme, and it went too seamless for you. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like holy shit! That's where you fucking came up with this. I I understand. Okay. Oh, who is a Viking that sings in a car? Viking Raiders. The the segment itself was. I think it's like. I don't know how to describe it. It's like I would say it's lower tier cinematic uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the best one, obviously, right. <laughs> by far. Right. But I appreciate that they gave the Street Profits and Viking Raiders something fun to do. Mm-hmm. But you don't sit there two months later and expect me to take either team super serious. Right. But it, it was a dream, so I don't know. Um, also, who is that ninja? That giant ninja? Um, I I had it open here. I closed it. Um, but he he signed WWE. He's like he's billed as seven foot three. Let me see if I can find it. Right, you know, what, let me do this. The way I know will be smart and quick. I won't try and say his last name. I'll spell it. His name is Jordan. O M O G B E H I N. Jordan, cool. <laughs> That's a great name. Yes, seven foot three. He joined WWE in late 2018. How much does he weigh? Doesn't say. Oh, oh well, I can Google it. No, it's okay. Uh, it's, I just thought it would be on the same form. Now I'm in. Raja. He's Nigerian from Lagos, Nigeria. 334 pounds. Wow. He played basketball for the South Florida Bulls. I was going to say, did he, I thought he was a basketball player, but I didn't want to make any assumptions. Mm. Cool. Um, the only critique I'll have is that what Tazira, because uh, Tazira. Tazawa. Tajiri, Tazawa. Uh, when Tazawa talks, I would like there to be subtitles and for the person to be able to read said subtitles as if they're right in front of them. Yes. Because that would be fun. 
I, of all people, I thought they would do that with Truth, but I'm glad they get they let Tazawa do a thing. I don't care that it's ninjas because why not? All right. Oh, okay. So, um, so as far as when he was signed to the Performance Center, you know how they always uh, do the picture of everyone that got signed. So one, two, three. There were seven signees at once: Matt Riddle, Chelsea Green, Medium, um, Umberto Carrillo, Damian Priest, this guy, and one guy I don't recognize. I thought you were going to say when they took the picture, it's everybody, but you don't see this guy's head because he's so tall. Just about. Let me go back. Damn it. Wait, what the hell happened here? Hold on. Why? I don't know why Twitter opened. There it is. Oh, that's why. I'm going to send. Can I just. Whatever. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm having an old moment. Give me a minute here. Let me send this to you. See if you can get a look at that image. I sent it through the Skype chat. Swatter state for the record. I hate this. Hang on. <laughs> All right. I'll post it on Facebook later so people can see. Yeah. You can't do that now? I can do that now. Because you're not going to remember. Okay. Correct. Wow, he's a good-looking guy. Tall he's dude. Very tall. He's handsome, and I'm terrified. There's a lot of emotions <laughs> that I'm feeling right now. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, he he looks like um, he's like a fitter, meaner version of Kali, and probably speaks way better English. Yeah. All right. Cool. I should really post a better version of that. I should like, go to... Let me delete this. Let me get the just the image. Just get the fucking image. I don't know why it's going to... There. Okay. Holy, that's a fucking... That's a multiple page fucking URL. Alright, let me try something else here. Uh, it's... You know what? No. No, it's not. It's not going to work. None of it's going to work because I don't know how the fuck I'm to do it. All right, moving on. Okay. <clears throat> oh, what a disaster! I'm just trying to post a picture. But I'm too old. It's all right. You just showed the basement book of us that you're too old. Yes. You just showed them that what a forty-year-old man can do. But yeah, uh, how, how I can't friggin' post a Google picture because. Yeah. URL's ridiculous. Well, at least this way, you said you're going to do something, and in the same episode, didn't do it, and now no one knows, they know not to look for it. <laughs> so see... I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'll try I'll try again later. No, 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 no. See, you messed it up, because now you could have got away scot-free, Okay. you know? So let's just pretend that... I tried, I tried and failed. Okay. I'm glad that you said that. How, how does that feel? Uh, feels alright. Alright, cool. Glad. Glad so, to hear it. So, the final match was the Edge and Norton match. We didn't mention before Charles Robinson wearing the old school referee ring gear with the the plain blue shirt and the bow tie. Mm. Don't tell me you didn't notice that. I did notice. I, I, I'm glad that they used their most seniorist referee. By the way. They fired the other referee. Yeah, but... <laughs> He does look good at old school blue. Um, cool. They, they, did, hmm? they didn't no. do anything with the mat, did they? 
Like, they should have used the old, like, colors and stuff. You know? Mm. Why not? Yeah, Just go all the way. Yeah. It's not like it was the same set. It wasn't even the same set. Like, the the entrance was different, the ramp. Because during the pay-per-view, it reminded me of the inside of an elevator. Hmm. Because like, yeah, the ramp was silver and it reflected off the uh, plexiglass. Yeah, because they used um, they recorded that right after or right before takeover last week. So it was the same. It was this takeover set and everything. Hmm. In your house. Yup. So the. Um, I put in my notes here that the announcers tell us they're going to use, quote, unique camera angles and effects, and that apparently piped-in fans are part of the effects. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh, no. What are we – what are you talking – what do you mean? I At first I thought, okay, they're just enhancing the sound of, like, fists and stuff like that, but then it's like, oh, crowd. It's like mm-hmm. watching a Roman Reigns match. Damn it. Yeah. And then, so that led to Raw and the renewal of the most heated rivalry, the second most heated rivalry in Basin Booker's history, and that is Rich the Riz versus Christian. Uh, but you should be happy. It's official. It's no more match. You're correct. However, I was annoyed that I had to see him on my TV as often as I did. <laughs> there were like four segments, maybe five. Well, he was about to get his career ended forever, so it makes sense. Hashtag thank you, Flair. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. So is Ric Flair going to manage Randy? I don't know. I mean, Randy doesn't need a manager. He doesn't need anyone talking for him. Obviously, he doesn't, but there's got to be something to this other than Randy Orton eventually kicking him in the head. Hmm. Ric Flair is a legend. Yes, that is true. But he's an a- always been an ally to Orton. But then again, you know, that would make that would make the most sense given his more unstable uh mentality right now. Yeah. That he's doing, he which may, is really cool. He may be have all the respect for Rick, but those voices you can't control them. Don't you know he hears voices in his head? They talk to yeah. him. And now he, he's, he's telling Christian and telling Edge, I'm sorry you made me do it, but you made me do it. This is all your fault. Yeah, and the big show is also some might consider a legend. Could be a reason why they brought him back. I mean, Big, uh, big Show is un- undoubtedly a legend. Of course. He, so. he, may have, he may have been mayor of the revolving door for – a good eight years of his career in WWE. Would you say he's the first wrestler slash mayor then? Preceding Mayor Kane? Uh, yeah. Wow. It's an accolade that you're bestowing upon him. There you go. And, and he may have had this period where he ruins everything. And he might be ruining the street pop. No, he didn't ruin that. That's not his. That's not his. He, he didn't take away from, from that segment. It's just the, the this... Um, storyline for them is a little annoying, and it's not his fault. Um, but yeah, he's definitely a legend. He won the world title in his first ever match. 
did you catch him calling Christian J? Yeah. That I was did. pretty good. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that they had to further solidify my speculation for them using WWE 2K19 sounds in that same segment or a segment before that. There was a 2K19 picture up in their office thing that they had there. Nice. Because it's AJ Styles on the cover. They're like, we don't discuss 2K20. I know. They could use those because it would have crashed. That would have been awkward. <laughs> you, you would just see like the noses of whoever is on the cover just pulled across the entire screen. Exactly. Um, it's like that, that game was the prelude to the actual year 2020. True that. It's not even halfway over. We still have hurricane season to deal with, which apparently started way early. Nice. This um, So this hurricane that was, like, going up from the Gulf Coast that went, like, straight north to, like, Lake Superior, you heard about that, right? No, I don't pay attention. Making it even crazier, that hurricane started on the West Coast. It was a West Coast hurricane that went through, like, well, I guess super southern California and Mexico and stayed in the Gulf Coast and then went straight north. Whoa. There's, like, flooding in, like, the Midwest because Mm -hmm. of it. That sucks for them. Listen, 2020 is the year of everything in all the bad ways. Well, I, I try not to think about negative stuff too much. Um, but back to, uh, wrestling, what this podcast is about, by the yes. way, um, I was thinking what, what, since we're the basement bookers podcast and we, we rarely do this anymore. Um, booking Randy Orton right now has got to be a booker's dream. And I have an unconventional and it definitely probably won't happen, but I think we might see, uh, actual intergender match through this. Like, what if Charlotte Flair wrestled Randy Orton? Hmm. I thought you were going to say Beth Phoenix. No, that's... But, but she's that, obviously too fragile. One she, RKO and yeah, she's dead. Yeah, one RKO. It's like, the, the story with Charlotte is that she's the best to do, the best, uh, like in her mind, she's the best female wrestler. Mm-hmm. And, like, they even had a part where Flair was there and they were talking. So it's like, in case you forgot this, that's her father. So it's like, what if eventually Randy does wind up kicking Ric Flair in the head? And Charlotte's not going to be cool with that. Mm. And she fights him. I think WWE is not going to do it because that would make them – that would at least make that episode or that part of the episode not PG. They could do it during the third ep- third hour of Raw. Maybe some disclaimers. If women can do anything men can do, why can't they wrestle? Sponsors. It's scripted. Sponsors. Okay. Impact did it. Sponsors. Uh, well, uh, so Impact is a different story. Impact isn't PG. Baron Corbin, like end of days, Becky Lynch. On pay-per-view. On the WWE Network. Yes, for nine ninety nine, <laughs> free for new subscribers, or there's a free tier. You just don't get pay per views. I just think you're closed minded, and I think it's a possibility. And I think she'll win, and that'll offset 
the fact that they were fighting in the first place. Now, I'm not saying that she's going to submit Randy Orton. But, I think we might have something here. It could even end in a no contest. Like, maybe holding on to a, a hold for too much on her part, or whatever. Hmm. But yeah, I think, let's let's be a little bit more open-minded here. I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I'm just saying, this. these are the reasons why I don't think WWE would do it. I know, but... They might do it on a pay-per-view. But you bet they're not, like... If they're going to touch beforehand, it'll be her on her attacking him. I know. The whole point of basement booking is fun. And mm-hmm. we're not trying to get – we're not – we don't work for them. And I'm not pitching this to Vince McMahon. And I'm not worried about sponsors and neither are you. Right. Although we want sponsorship. But so they could – like I'm trying to think of how they could – so that's how you start it, obviously. You punt Rick. She's all pissed. She gets in his face. He turns her back on her and just walks away. And obviously, that's the ultimate disrespect for a flare. And you don't disrespect a flare. So it'd have to be on pay-per-view. The only way they would do it is on pay-per-view. I would... Well, yeah, I didn't think... I wasn't going to give it away on Raw. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? I was thinking maybe, like, if he does turn his back on her... And then she turns around, she's like all appalled, and then he RKO's her out of nowhere. Hmm. And that'll set it up. Because they did it with Beth, they could do that. Yeah, Charlotte Charlotte Flair's active on the roster, and Mm -hmm. she's in way better condition than Beth Phoenix is. Mm -hmm. Even though Beth Phoenix is a freaking warrior. Yeah. It was in a Royal Rumble match, with blood gushing out of her head. And she was in another Royal Rumble match where she eliminated uh, the great colleague. That's right. So yeah, cool. Um, all right. How many how many women have been in the men's rumble? Four. Nia Jax, China, uh, Beth, Beth Phoenix. Uh, was Santina in the Royal Rumble? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, so maybe it was only three. Sure. I was thinking it was only three, but then I wanted to say four because I know I forget people. Well, so you could just put whatever number and an asterisk. There you go. <laughs> P- uh, pending Riz's memory issues. Yeah, I'm like... So we know of three. I could look it up, but I've moved to the futon for comfort. Oh, nice. Yeah, it feels great. I'm like, I hate how slow I am sometimes, which we mm-hmm. all have about uh, over 300 episodes of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> and I only now just realize I could just be sitting here. Hell, I could be laying here, but I'm just not. I'm just going to sit. <laughs> I, I can recline now. I got a freaking – so I got the storage on, which completely changed my desk game. Desk uh, game. I, the D yep. game. Yup. So I heard you I had, I had a, a blanket under my desk that, like, I just didn't have any place to store other than under there. So now the blanket's in the ottoman. Now I got the ottoman under here. So, like, I have – slanted floors in my house which suck so like previously if i sit with my legs crossed like i would just turn it would be annoying i'd be turning away from wherever whatever i'd see turn away from the computer turn i'm just facing the window which sucks um but now with the ottoman i I got my feet out i can oh and i'm reclined great 
so did we get everything we wanted for Raw? Um, I didn't look at my Raw notes yet. That's, That's really how... not much. Like they had the Drew and they had Drew and Truth put up their belts against um, Bobby Lashley and MVP. Mm-hmm. And of course, the 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 faces won. And well, no, Truth, Truth, uh, Truth got it so that only Drew's belt was on the line. Right, but they still won. Yeah, um, and I, I think Lana got involved. Yeah, and now Bobby Lashley wants a divorce. Finally, I just, I think if if they'll if the Lana character is this way because that's the direction they gave her, that she deserves an award of some kind. Because I have to believe that she is not that person. There's mm-hmm. no way. No, she, she doesn't seem it. Maybe like, she'll if, stop if you, being so aggressive with the tanner. Yeah, can you can she do that, please? I think she I think she tans and goes out in the sun to do her TikToks, and it just makes everything worse. Yeah, but if it makes her happy, then fine, I guess. But it just looks weird on my TV. Right. I don't know if it's the it's just very strange. She's like one shade away from like male bodybuilding competition. <laughs> yeah. Um Flair, Christian, Sasha and Bailey. What do you think of the golden role models? Doing great. Is I, Sasha I think, Banks still a snake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one one of these days. You know, I think someone's going to ask her if she wants to smack Women's Championship, which she's apparently never held, and she's going to say, "Yeah, eventually," and that might cause the dissension. Um, well, you'd be incorrect because Michael Cole asked her about it yesterday, and she just totally evaded it. it right? Th- like he asked it the way the way you did, mm-hmm. which I guess you forgot about, and nothing I- happened. I think I remembered, but like that's the thing. She she evaded it. She didn't answer. I think eventually she's going to answer the question because the question is going to continue to be asked. I think if anybody's going to turn, it'll be Bailey on Sasha Banks. Mm. I feel Bailey super heel. Yes, like I've said this before. I don't. I don't think it's the play to have Sasha Banks turn on Bailey. I think she should be the baby face of the situation when the eventual turn happens because Bailey's the one who's the champion. Have Bailey's paranoia get the best of her? Maybe. And it, it happened again on Friday where it's like Sasha ba- Bailey's like, "You want a match against Sasha? Mm-hmm. You got it." It's <laughs> just <laughs> great every time. Through. Yeah. Every um, time is great. I mean, she won Wait. the match, but still. But you know what? Like that could be Bailey's way of saying, well, you know what? You didn't earn this championship. You obviously need to practice, so take this match. And that's insulting. Yeah, I don't know if she went that way, though. I, she wasn't trying to insult her. I right, just think well, we don't know. We, we haven't been told that story I think yet. it's funny. I think it's very funny. And she's really good at being bad, and I don't think there's any reason to change that. I agree. Like, I don't want to feel bad for her. 
I, rem- I remember when when Bailey's face run was was coming to an end, like just before we started wondering what was going on with the character, like the character was uh, getting a little boring, a little stale. And then they started doing something. I guess I guess that was sort of, that was uh, the preview. I was like, hmm, this could be interesting. And the heel turn, and this she this has taken off. This is great. I love when when a, someone who is seemingly a natural face does so good as a heel. The haircut and the makeup and the whole presentation mm-hmm. made it work. It wouldn't have worked if she just stayed the same, but she was just bad. Yep, and I, exactly. And I really like that all that all black outfit with what looks like white stitching on it. Yeah, like that is really heelish. I like that. And if you look at the way she wrestles, like when she wrestles and she wrestles angry, that's heel. Like she she's very good at working that way. Mm-hmm. She's always had that like that edge to her. Mm-hmm. It's just dulled out by her being a fangirl and everybody's little sister and it's like let's stop that now exactly like she, like this there was no way she could do that forever and i'm glad they they changed i think the timing was right and her performance is off the charts yeah before before she she wasn't a girl and not yet a woman but now now she's she's definitely a a a vile evil woman which is mm-hmm. fine and it i like now sasha has a robe so it's like there's Asuka, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks mm-hmm. robes. What the hell, man? At least Bailey had a jacket. Like she hasn't been wearing it lately. But that's you gotta like differentiate yourself. I think with Sasha's robe, it's kind of like a like at least their robes are all different. Mm-hmm. Like Charlotte's is like you know like Ric Flair, but like what if sexy? And then mm-hmm. um. Uh, Sasha's like a sheer, like a see-through kind of weird thing. And then there's Asuka's, which is like, you know, it goes with her character. Patchwork. Yeah. Um, I want to, like, we started off so well in regards to uh, being respectful to women. Now we're just talking about their gear. But it's part of presentation. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. Like, we're not Uh, being vulgar about it. just objectifying them. I'm just saying. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking. We we ca- carried off of talking about Bailey's performance. This is this is part of the presentation. Presentation. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm more interested in what's happening with the women's championships than I am with the male championships. Aside from the intercontinental championship, hundred percent. Like the intercontinental championship, it ranks highest for me. What it comes well, to. I kind of wanna because now I'm more interested in bronze title. Oh, because because yeah, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt's back. Yes, this is great. I like. I, I kind of thought that that's what he was how how he was speaking to him when he was talking about the sheep. But now we have. What do we call this? Is this cult leader Bray? Is this? I that's what I hear it's called. I just use original recipe Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> um. It feels like. When they were doing the original angle where it's Funhouse Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, it was more – it was almost like Bray Wyatt was talking about another person in Bray Wyatt. I mean mm-hmm. another – it was like – it was like he was talking about a different person in Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't – he wasn't wrestling like him or nothing. 
Like, it's a different thing. So, I guess this kind of works. And it looks like the way Braun sold it, it was like, it didn't really bother him before. Because it's easy to distance yourself from someone when they don't even, when they're not even acting like the same person that they were when they first met you. Right. Like, it wasn't, to him, he wasn't wrestling that person, but now he has to wrestle that Mm-hmm. So I can see how that's different because it looked like it did affect him in a way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm and, not good at reading people, but it almost looked like he was confused. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say, and you know, it's a great performance by Braun to, to be able to sell that. And I feel like when it comes to creating your own characters and being able to make them so different, like. This takes the three faces of Foley one step further. And it's – in a way, it's an homage to Foley because he was obviously the first to do it so well. And these these characters, they're all so out of this world and there's, there's, so, there's a, such a depth to each character he has except Husky Harris. And he's – and I feel like he's built this world. And I feel like I, I if, if Bray Wyatt – wrote a series of books or or graphic novels called the Wyatt universe I would read them all it would be completely fascinating I'm glad you mentioned Foley if you're out there and you're saying that Bray Wyatt is just copying Matt Hardy well Matt Hardy is copying McFoley because he's the first to do this right so you could shut that down in wrestling, you're going to have things that are similar. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, maybe uh, Matt took it up a little bit. But he wasn't switching back and forth like Bray Wyatt is. And right. so Bray Wyatt did that first. Mm-hmm. Bray, like, Foley would switch around. That He's the first. He's the originator. But if we're comparing Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt would jump from Funhouse Bray to Fiend mm-hmm. and treating it like two different people. Right. Like the the mats, except for... I love the mats. I'm, the multifarious Matt Hardy is... Uh, he's one of my favorite characters. I love the mats. Broken and Damascus, I don't see much of a difference between the two. Yeah. Um, I think... Except the broken Matt Hardy talks weird. Weirder. Yeah, I think Damascus is just like... Broken Matt and I think Damascus is the original like the original personality, I think. Uh, Damascus is the newer one. I don't remember no, I what know. the name of the well, previous one was. I could have sworn he said that was his original name. Or was it uh. it was another weird kind of name like that where that would be like the vessel of you know what I mean, right? Because yeah, like yeah, it was a name that he would say, mm-hmm. and that he was just a vessel for that. I could have sworn he was the vessel for Damascus, and Nero is Jeff's. Like Jeff is the vessel for Nero, right? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, you know, Matt's Matt's doing a thing also, and it's very good. I like Bray's better. Which which one did it first? Which one's more original? You can't really say. But either way, Foley did it first first. I think they're doing their own thing. It's just different. Yeah. 
And I'm sure if you ask both of them, they'd be like, they just have respect for each other. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't think they necessarily. I mean, although I remember they were tag champs together, which yeah. So I was obviously they each knew that they had this in them. Mm-hmm. So maybe Matt. So Matt was doing it first when he was in Impact. So right. That's where the Broken Universe started. Yeah, but did he switch back and forth? No, he just went from uh, Money Matt, Big Money Matt, to Broken. Yeah, that's different though. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Anyway, I, I like Bray better. I I uh, I just. And for anyone that likes Matt better, all right. Cool. So, some people prefer uh, Cheerios over cornflakes, but that's not the point. That's um, right. What I was going to say was I, I'm curious to see how through his evolution and experience and seeing how things went before, how the character is going to be treated now, like what's what he's going to do with it now mm-hmm. to learn from the mistakes that were made before. And I'm assuming he has more control now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And now, especially since he has nobody, it's just him. Yeah. So, it, so even though it's the original incarnation of Bray Wyatt, it's still a different Bray Wyatt because he doesn't have the family behind him. And uh, what did he say? He can resurrect the dead. So does this mean that we're actually going to get Abigail? Or is he? Or is he only referring to the original incarnation of Bray Wyatt? I would love it if they did where Abigail is back in the vessel that is Liv Morgan. Make whatever hmm. changes you have to. It's not like she's doing anything besides tagging with Natalia and losing. Yeah, and being disrespected by her right after. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Yeah. Like, like that's not that, like I'm sure they're going somewhere with that, but should be building new stars. If it's if it's going towards Natalia, uh, building up to a feud with Liv Morgan and getting her over, then I'm there for it. If not, that and just using her as a stepping stone to further her storyline, I'm not cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like she's sounding like a, one of those like vets where it's like she's got to respect her and like you know pay her dues or whatever. Yeah, it's exactly what she was doing. So it's kind. Of, it feels kind of like revivalish, like in a way where like the young bucks were like, "You didn't, you know, you didn't shake our hand or whatever and stuff like that." When you came into our locker room, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, well, I guess we'll see if they'll ever do like a Sister Abigail situation. So I guess now technically they could since breaking. Yeah, he's got these powers. Yep. I wonder if it only works for things in his universe. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if he has the power to like bring something like like a past version, almost like uh like he's manifested the abilities of the Lake of Reincarnation. Hmm. Through like a sort of dark baptism, if you will. So, so like if so like if he were to fight the Undertaker again, which by the way that would be awesome. But if like he Fiend, brought back the Underbiker, Fiend versus Taker. No, you bring back the original Undertaker. Oh, the Dead Man. He'd have yep. to wear a wig. The wig, the makeup. 
the purple gloves or the gray gloves, depending on the show. Now, here's the, the thing. The tie. Yeah. Like, to us, like, it sounds amazing. But here's the thing. He'd be a parody. Because he's not in that shape anymore. It's going to look weird. Probably. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just going to look strange. But I, I like the idea in like in like the cartoon way. That would mm-hmm. be amazing because like he'd be instantly the – what would I call him? I forgot what I called him when I brought him ba- – what I, I brought back – The Younger Taker. Yeah, The Younger Taker, which I did it first by the way. For you the did. record, Jer Smackdown, freaking <laughs> the, the Younger Taker. Oh, oh so good. <laughs> oh, I was a pioneer and I didn't even know it. Mm. Um, but we're running a little long. I didn't want to uh, not talk about SmackDown, right? The original bro, bro. Uh, obviously, this was pre-taped. Mm-hmm. Um, either WWE doesn't talk to their ad department, but they were advertising uh, King of Fighters. Uh, uh, All-Stars, the mobile game because mm-hmm. it had at one point WWE superstars in it, but you can no longer obtain the WWE superstars. That's been gone for at least two weeks. Wow. So it's either it's that far back or they just, their ads are just they don't pay attention. Uh, Probably a little column A, a little column two. But bro... Bro, I was sitting there. I was watching it with the wife because she's she's a fan of his, and um, I we were sitting there watching. I'm like, all right, who's going to interfere? Who's he going to have a problem with? I bet it's going to be Baron Corbin. And lo and behold, the seeds were planted when he mm-hmm. bumped into Baron Corbin. Yep. Even though the seeds were already planted, I think uh, Corbin eliminated him at Survivor <laughs> Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's always Corbin. Yeah, it's it's always him. But <laughs> but. It didn't cost him the match. He beat AJ Styles clean. Yup. Which should line him up for an Intercontinental Championship match, but Drew Gulak has an Intercontinental Championship match next week. Yes, he does. That, you know, that just leaves Riddle to face. He did beat AJ, though. So that kind of yeah. makes sense. Right. So either A, they're going to make a triple threat, or B, Riddle will get a shot at pay-per-view. Yeah. Which is Extreme Rules. Corbin will probably get involved in that. Because yeah. it looks like they're going to do a program. Which kind of makes sense. Because it's like, you take someone that's very likable, Matt Riddle, and put him against somebody who's very unlikable, which is Baron Corbin, and mm-hmm. usually you have a recipe for a good wrestling match. Yeah. Story-wise, not exactly a technical masterpiece, but Corbin has gotten better in the ring. Yes. Uh, let's see, Bailey and Sasha. I could deal with them less on commentary. Yeah, but that you know that's part of the thing. But Bailey marking out for uh Biggie door to Bailey to Bailey, Bailey to Belly was pretty cool. Even though technically it was just a belly to belly, but whatever. Yeah, it was great. Um, I-, I wondered why they brought them out there, but I guess it was to get attacked by Nikki Cross. Yeah, because they were talking crap about them. Mm-hmm. And Dana Brooke looked like a spy or something. I'm like, are you stealing plans or something? Like, what is that? What are we going on here? 
Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you, she looked like a super spy. Yeah, and I like how the five of them were all like hanging out backstage together, but all still doing their own thing. Yeah. Like, are you are you hanging out bullshitting, or is this one on the phone and this one doing this thing? And well, first of all, Lacey Evans is being very rude. First mm-hmm. of all, like everybody's just chilling, and she's on her phone. Mm-hmm. She's that person in the group. I would have thought she would have had more class than that. She's a lady. Yeah, I guess they're healing her up again. Maybe. What is? What, what was she? Was she on the on the gram? What are we? What are we, what are we hitting the likes? Probably getting those tweet tweets. Looked like she was sexting. Or sexting. Maybe to her husband because she's married. That's right. She's a lady. She's a lady. I was wondering where all of them were. By the way, <laughs> yeah, first appearance of Naomi in weeks or months. Yeah, she faded off to obscurity. Not it, so neon anymore. Maybe is it her husband that's hurt, or is her, or is her husband the one that's there? You know, because there was one USO in the ring uh, when they celebrated with Matt. You know that I don't know which USO is which. Okay, so the answer is yes. Got it. All right, cool, <laughs> great. Uh, overall, I thought this week was okay. About uh, Mandy on Ms. TV. I was getting so annoyed at these two guys being so rude to a lady. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys are really disrespectful. And she didn't have to stay there and take it for as long as she did. Mm-hmm. She, she was trying to be nice. Well, she, she called them out on it relatively quick. I know, but I it was ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. like, it's these two men and this poor woman by herself and they're just badgering her? Mm-hmm. Rude. No, uh, I didn't notice come out. It wasn't his part of the program, I guess. Or maybe as he knows his woman could take care of herself. Could be. Um, and, of course, Sonya again, come, coming out with the fire. Mm-hmm. She's she's the fire in Fire and Desire. Just remember that. It's true. Her suit game on point. All that right. was good. You know? I, I thought she, when she said I give up, I'm like, is she, is she going to start dressing like Mandy now? <laughs> that would work for her. It's not in her character. But would we complain? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm just saying I think she's like, <laughs> you know, she she, she followed up with what she meant by that. She's going to destroy her. So she looks as ugly on the outside as she does on the inside. Mm. Or as she thinks she is on the inside. She's like, hey, come on. I guess Extreme yeah. Rules. We're going to have a match. I think it should be a cage match, but... I. I, cage fighter, cage mm. match. Come on! Oh, maybe, maybe they do the fight pit. That's not going to work for Mandy. That's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> unless she decides to be in the Thatch Academy, mm-hmm. which we got to see, which is great. So WWE's response to Fighter Fest is Karrion Cross versus Bronson Reed. When is that exactly? It's July 1st? When is Fighter Fest? Is it this Wednesday coming up? No, it's July 1st and 8th. Oh, never mind. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, Bronson Reed versus Karrion Cross. All right. Rip Bronson Reed. I guess it's to show that he could 
also beat up giant men and not just tiny men like poor Leon Ruff who also got beat up by Bronson Reed. Oh, he's getting uh, yeah. a lot of work experience. I'll tell you that. Like across all the brands, you know what? That that's great for him. Yeah, it is. Um, I heard I like rumors. We saw that kid before he was on TV. That's right, in real life. Yeah, I heard rumors that WWE bought Evolve or are going to buy Evolve. Um, they're talking about buying their tape library. Oh, the issue is Evolve is owned, and their tape their library is owned by uh, the World Wrestling Network. Because they're so, hurting right now. Huh? They're hurting right now not being able to put on shows. Yeah. Um, I think other other promotions under WWN are still putting on shows. It's just Evolve that's not. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I just, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, what do you think of NXT this week? Since that's the last bastion of wrestling. We haven't uh, really talked about it. Let's see. Good. Um, I guess not particularly memorable. I think what? Sma- hold on. I think SmackDown kind of knocked most of the rest of the week out of my memory. That's only because it's the last thing you saw. Yeah, probably. Uh, so let me run through here. Yeah, but I could help you. Breezango was great as Emporium. Yeah, the music was awesome. If, if anything, Imperium should use that. They should just bring that out every once in a while just to, like, throw the enemy off their games. Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the Velveteen – it looks like Dexter Lubis wants to be tag team champions with Velveteen Dream, but Velveteen Dream is not having it. That's right. Also, also, he was not at all concerned that a picture mysteriously appeared on his fancy couch. It's not right. like he knew he was there. Cause he creeping. That was great. So that was great. The undisputed therapy was gr- pretty good. Now, did they? Was it Roderick Strong? I mean, was it Kyle O'Reilly in costume, and they had Roderick Strong close his eyes and not see that it was him? Or is Kyle O'Reilly playing another character? No, it was, it they was, look a lot alike. It was no. It was flat out. Kyle O'Reilly in costume, trying to get one over on Roddy, which apparently worked. It did. But did he, like, bolt when they tried to put him in a truck to, like, have him fight his fears? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, man, he's got a, he runs fast. I don't know if it's anything or what, but he got pretty far. He's a fast dude, I guess, he's, when threatened with trunks. This is his best work. This is his best work. He's so funny. They should... Just make him do this. I don't like being stuffed in trucks. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's like now everybody knows that, but before they're like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, look on his Wikipedia. Yo, let me see if it's on his Wikipedia. Hold on. No. Damn it. The word trunk doesn't even come up on his Wikipedia. Damn it. It should, it should have on his Wikipedia that Roger Strong... Hates being stuffed in trunks. I think anybody could uh, edit Wikipedia, so why don't you do that? I don't feel like it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's cool. It's good to have uh, people doing things. I wonder where they're going to go with this Velveteen Dream Dexter Loomis uh, situation. If they're actually, like, have them wrestle Imperium. Mm. 
Like this, this is just the beginning. There's no way they're just going to leave that out there. Like, listen, this guy looks like someone who's not going to take no for an answer. So it's you're either tagging with him or you're not. And apparently, uh, Finn Balor has set his sights on the North American Championship and also the NXT Championship. Yeah. So that's going to be big. They're doing a triple threat match for the North American Championship. It's uh, Finn, uh, Keith Lee, and is it Cameron Grimes? It's the only other person I could put in there. Okay. Um, so I didn't. I don't, I don't have my note here. It's somewhere. Wait, it's got to be here. Oh, is it Johnny Gargano? Like, why was he there? Oh, jo- yeah, Johnny. With the winner facing Adam Cole, Bebe on July eighth. Which is week two of Fighter Fest. So it's, in a winner take all match. Oh my god! Becky, so look at her butt. Finn Balor mm-hmm. versus Adam Cole Bebe. is what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't. Mm, I really don't want Keith Lee to drop the North American Championship to Finn Balor. Yet. I don't see. Oh, no. I'd rather not. I really don't want Keith Lee to beat Adam Cole. I still I, want Adam Cole versus Karrion Cross for the championship. Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with Adam Cole having North American and world title. And losing them both to Karrion Cross? Yes. Uh, but then it'll be like forever before it gets taken off of him. Well, he could do something where... He could put um, one up. Like he, where like, or or he he knows Roddy needs to get his confidence up, so he names Roddy the North American champion, since he's still the NXT champion. And uh, yes, it does build up some heel heat when somebody's literally handed someone something. That too. <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think that's the way. That's the way this is going to shake down. Um, obviously, there's going to be some fuckery in Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, Bebe. Mm. Or, you know, may, maybe it's a DQ and, you know, they both retain. Either way, it's good. Just going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I think right now, because you could tell Keith Lee, they've been trying to tell the story of Keith Lee trying to move up to... The NXT title, and kind of just being like held back a bit, held down, I should say, by uh, Adam Cole. Bebe. Um, I like it. It's good storytelling. I like that they're taking their time with it. Um, Adam Cole is awesome. I'm also a big Keith Lee fan. His athleticism is ridiculous for a guy his size. He's charismatic, and I told you that freaking back when I saw him, and, and you're like, uh, I don't know, I don't really see it at first. Listen, any if, if, if listen, if you, if, I don't know anything. I know. Uh, I don't know what to say to. <laughs> we do, we don't know anything. Listen, that's what we do. I know one thing though. Uh, there's an update here. The wrestler uh, that has positive for COVID, Mojo Raleigh. No, is a female. Ooh. On the NXT brand, who has not been used on TV. Oh, okay. But she was one of the fans. The Rock's daughter, used... Simone Johnson. That bastard. <laughs> so she was uh, she was last used 
Whoa. as a fan of the audience on June 9th, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Well, but, she probably didn't know she had it. Right. But there, there were no other positive tests for COVID good. among WWE's trials, which is very good news. Yeah. So, uh, so right now, it's isolated. But this thing does have an incubation period of two weeks, so they'd have to check again in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope everything shakes out. Did you notice the takeover, though, that there were quote-unquote fans in attendance, like actual fans? Yeah, I noticed someone yeah. looked like somebody's dad. Yeah, I'm like, that's yeah. not an NXT guy. <laughs> friends and family of superstars. Good. Um, it's a good beta test. Mm-hmm. I, I like how we're both so invested in Seth Rollins that we didn't care that he was attacked by Eddie Guerrero's son on Monday. Yeah, this isn't... Did we forget about that? <laughs> I did. I don't want to say this isn't his best work. I'm, it's just this isn't the best storyline for Seth. All this is is to get Dominic in the ring, which I don't want. I really think he's going to join him. I just have this feeling that that's the way it's going to go down. The other way is just too obvious. Yeah. Like, it's got to go that way. And then you're going to have a father versus son match. Which is not the first time they've done that. Yeah, no, 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 no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but it's like it's recently. When was the last time? Not recently. Vince for Shane, I think. Yeah, like you know that are wrestlers. Like Vince is not as I. I bet. I bet. Uh, uh, Dominic Guerrero could wrestle. Better than uh, Vince McMahon. Well, Vince is 70. Exactly. So I win that bet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think it's a good swerve if uh, he's like, listen, you're not, I'm not even sure you're my real father, you know? Look how tall I am. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just waiting for I'm – not, I'm not very invested in the storyline. I'm just not. It's like it's not – it's not grabbing me. I don't care. I like Seth Rollins a lot. I like his in-ring work a lot. This character that he's doing, obviously, it's still in. It's still a work in progress. Rich, it's not resonating with me. Are you a non-believer? His his mic work is still great. Are you a non-believer? No. Non-believer. I'm on whatever side Austin Theory is on. All right. So I want him to get over. You think he's the breakout star right now out of him and Murphy? <laughs> yes. Wow. Murphy's very good. Okay. I'm glad Murphy's not in a tag team anymore. Because like he he wasn't really showing me anything. Like we could we didn't know which one was uh, Buddy Murphy and which one was um, Cutler. Was, Wesley, no, was, uh, Blake. Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake. <laughs> Cutler. Blake and Cutler. I was, I was like, it's, it's, it's one of those forgotten sons. It's not Jackson Riker. It was Blake and Murphy. There you go. Just couldn't think of it. Obviously. Um, yeah. Like we we couldn't tell the difference. All, all we knew was the the one with the Aussie accent is the one that's dating Alexa Bliss. Was 
Oh. I'm pretty no sure. Months? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Um So he like like some of his moveset is so unique. Like the thing where he, he his opponent's like on his knees and he has both their wrists in his hand, it's just a flat out knee straight to the face. He's really good at slapping his leg. Yes, leg slapping. I think it's his, it's also the probably the material his gear's made out of that helps it too. Probably, I think. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, he's good at leg slapping. Mm. Um, but Austin Theory, like we've seen Austin Theory really work at the top of his game when when we went to a couple of the Evolve shows, and he's he's great on the mic. He's amazing in the ring. Like he kind of reminds me of a cross between a young Lance Storm and like I don't know some high flyer. Not quite RVD. Nah, I think maybe he's a young, hmm. maybe a young Billy Kidman. I think he's better as his own thing. But yeah, that's it. like he is his own thing. You know, I get like my thing is like always every time somebody's like, "Oh, Karrion Cross is going to be the next Brock." I'm like, "No. He's the first him." I think it's insulting to say someone's the next anything anymore. Like you're your own thing. Right, and I didn't say he's the next. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I, I understand see, that. I see similarities. That's all I'm saying. I think that's what people are trying to say when you know when they say stuff like that. It, it's not implying that they think that that they're uh, they're trying to be that person. It's just you know, obviously everyone models their style after someone. FTR obviously watched a lot of Four Horsemen, Arnon Arnonoli or Arnon Tully from back in the day, and that's their style. And it's easily recognizable, but they've completely made it their own. Yeah. So, oh, what's the Shatter Machine called now? Because they, they mentioned it this week. Let me see. I wrote it down. Was it this week? Oh, uh, the Good Night Express. Dope. Mm. Like how it's sort of a nod to the Midnight Express. Did you see how? Um, what did you think of that finisher at um, the uh, the main event where, um, like, they had like uh, what's his name? The dude that has problems. They had Havoc Tombstone. Um, Sabin for the finish. Like I think the Bucks threw him. Was it the Bucks? I think the Bucks yeah. threw him on top of to 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 havoc, and they kicked mm-hmm. his legs out, and he tombstoned him, and that was the finish. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was cool, right? Like sometimes yeah, it, they'll it, do cool shit. It's it's just very indie, right? Oh well, yeah, but it was still cool. I like a cool thing. Mm. Do you like cool things? I like cool things, but sometimes, like, when it's so... Like, to me, when... Like, with that indie stuff where it's just so... um, Where you just need the help of the opponent, it doesn't resonate with me. I'm not feeling it. 
It's a little it's a little too much of a reach to be believable. I'm gonna send you something on Twitter. Um, Twitter. I'm tagging you on it. I just saw something from Bray Wyatt that he uh, put up an hour ago. Mm-hmm. It's a photo. And I see. You see they're in shadow. Daddy's mm-hmm. back. Hashtag let the sin begin and always. Hashtag down with the machine. Now that looks like Aquaman. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if this is an old Wyatt family photo because that was definitely Rowan, but I'm pretty sure they let him go. Yeah, Rowan's gone. Uh, yeah, it is that no, I think that's Strowman. Yeah, that's Strowman on the right. Okay, yeah, never mind. Interesting. I guess he's just showing a, a flashy back. Mm-hmm. Very he interesting. Could, Harper could be on the left, on the far left, cut out. That's yeah, that's true. You're right. It's possible. It, it would just make the picture asymmetrical, though. I just thought it was a scary-looking picture. Like, if somebody picture. sent that to me, it's like, we're coming for you. I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm never leaving my house again, and I should get a restraining order. And I, I, I love the dichotomy of the really pretty sunset in the background. Yeah, the last thing and these you guys. see. The last thing you see before you get buried. Yup. Buried to death. Bray's got a freaking pickaxe. Strowman's got the friggin' uh, for, uh, pitchfork. Rowan's, I don't know if he's holding anything, but he's being Rowan. He's, he's got hands. He's got hands. You're gonna get those hands. Oh, wait, that's, that's, that's Strowman right there. Yeah, uh, you're gonna get. What do you think of this new Strowman Express nickname? Uh, I think it's better than the Lex Express. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, see, guys, it's a train. Uh, it makes sense with his. You know, train move, mm-hmm. and it's always good to have something to you know. You got a character needs to evolve, mm-hmm. and how else to do it but to add train sounds and also put it on your shirt now? Because for yeah. a second I was confused. I'm like, a train? It's like, oh, oh, it's <laughs> the Strowman. That's great coming out. I was pissed because he was interrupting the Firefly Funhouse. Which, you know, every time a commercial comes up, I'm like, what am I going to get? Six minutes of Firefly Funhouse? Come on! That's what mm. I hate about being live. It's so yeah. annoying. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, I think that we should get these hands to the the out of here. Unless you got anything else to add. Only that blood is thicker than orange juice. It it is, and orange juice does taste better, though. Yes, you know, and you could drink a pint of orange juice and not get sick. Correct. Although you shouldn't do so on an empty stomach. That's right. It's far too acidic. And that is the lesson. Well, if you want to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, you can do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail dot com, and if you want to interact with us on social media at basementjer at ritzeriz. At Basin Bookers on Twitter. Or you can find us on Facebook. Our page is Basin Bookers. Just search it there. If you want to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Podcasts. Where you're listening to it now, wherever that is too. That could work. Wherever that may be. It could be your friend's house. could be your computer, which is where I do things and stuff. And that's about it. And Jer has... A final message. Well, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. 
the batch of life is scheduled for one fall. And so you should make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.